0: Is a co production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.
1: Today on More to Life, resisting resentment. Are you feeling resentful towards someone in your life or about something you're going through? We'll help you find the graceful support and healing you need. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Someone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body uh, reveals how you can actually achieve
2: it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant
1: Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak.
4: I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: And today on More to Life, resisting resentment. Feeling resentful isn't a lot of fun, but we all feel that way from time to time. Are you feeling resentful towards someone in your life or about something that you're going through? We want to help you find the healing that you need to get past the resentment and find the solutions you're looking for. 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825.
4: You're absolutely right, Greg. But feeling resentment, not fun. Steals our joy, steals our peace. Gives us that kind of, you know, I, I don't know what word to use for it energy vibe that kind of pushes people away because we seem cranky we seem wound up we seem kind of bitter it's not good for us it's not good for any relationships we want to have and it really kind of keeps us from tuning in to who God wants us to be and how he wants us to behave. It doesn't have to, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a few moments in terms of what the theology of the body teaches us, which is the exact opposite of that. But it can really, it just steals from us. It steals our energy. It steals our joy. It steals a healthy relationship with the people in our lives. So ask yourself, is resentment stealing your joy or causing tension between you or someone in your life? Do you resent carrying too much of the physical or emotional load in your work or family life? Maybe you resent the way your spouse and children undermine your attempts to live your faith. Maybe you resent being the one who has to always maintain the relationship with someone you care about. Perhaps you resent being having been... Let me me untie my tongue. (laughs) Perhaps you resent that you've been treated badly by somebody in the past. Or maybe, maybe someone resents you and you're just not sure how to respond to it charitably. Let us help you find grace-filled ways to heal.
1: You know, the fact is, um, we often, when we feel resentful, we compound it by then feeling guilty about feeling resentful. Yeah. Um, but that doesn 't tend to extinguish it, does it you know then then the resentment just sort of sits there and the guilt sits on top of it and And then we
4: resent that thing or that person even more or even ourselves and our own behavior because now i feel worse than i feel guilty and if they just hadn't done that or if they weren't acting that way then i wouldn't feel guilty
5: and it goes on so so let us
1: help you find graceful ways to respond to resentment uh, and address the issues that are causing it today on more to life the number eight seven seven Five seven three seven eight two five. That's eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. If you're listening to the More to Life podcast, you can still get your questions in. Email them to us. The address is questions at radio dot com. That's with the number two. Questions at moretoliferadio dot com. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's theology of the body. And if you're not sure what that is, uh, when St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years, every Wednesday for, for five years, uh, where he talked about how we can discover God's plan for leading a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships by prayerfully contemplating God's design of creation, especially our bodies. Well,
4: and as we were discussing, we really often feel guilty about resentment. And, of course, resentment is not something we want to hold on to. The theology of the body teaches us that God designed our bodies to work for our good and the good of those around us. If we learn to listen to the ways God is speaking to us through our bodies including all of our feelings, then we can hear him guiding us on how to best take care of ourselves and others. All of our emotions, including feelings like resentment, are part of our body's response to our environment. When united with God's grace, our emotions can give us important information. But what could God possibly be saying to us through resentment well, the theology of the body tells us that healthy relationships are mutually self-donative. That is, a healthy relationship can only exist when both people are doing everything they can to take care of each other. Resentment is the feeling we get when we feel like we're doing too much, whether that means we're doing more than our share of a particular task or working harder on the relationship than the other person is.
1: So, in a sense, resentment's a warning light on the relationship dashboard that asks us to check if our relationship is really still mutually self donative, or if somehow we're allowing ourselves to be treated more like an object than a person. You know, understood properly, resentment shouldn't lead us to pout or withdraw. It should lead us to do healthy things like express our needs or ask for help, or clarify the other person's intentions, or when we can't get the buy-in that we'd like from other people, we can exercise our right to change our approach, even if that means letting go of certain expectations or responsibilities that really aren't healthy for us to hold on to. You know, if we deal with our resentment gracefully that feeling can actually help us make sure that every person in the relationship is giving as much as they can to protect the health of the relationship and and doing as much as they can to look out for the well-being of each person in that relationship. So, you know, again, we don't want to hold on to resentment and feed resentment, but we do want to listen to what that resentment is trying to say to us, that I have questions about whether this relationship is really what it's, meant to be, if it's ordered the way God wants it to be.
4: And that includes if it's a resentment that pops up from your past. I mean, how many of us resent something about something that happened with a sibling back in our childhood, or the way a parent did something when they were raising us, or somebody even in our past, and we're thinking, "Well, what can I do about it now? Yes, it gets on my nerves, and i I really resent that, but it's over. I well, just have to deal with it
1: well, and and in those cases, resentment is a call to healing that's right it's it's it's, it's calling our attention to a particular wound that God wants to pour his grace into. And give us peace
4: and it's never too late to heal even resentments that come from past issues even if that person may not be in your life anymore
1: so today on more to life the show is titled resisting resentment as we talk about those times when we do feel resentful either towards somebody in our life or about something that we're going through Uh, we want to help you find the graceful support and healing that you need give us a call the number is 877 573-7825. 573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. If you're listening to the podcast, you can always send us your questions to the address questions at more 2 life radio. And tell us, is resentment stealing your joy or causing tension between you and someone in your life? Uh, do you resent carrying too much of the physical responsibilities and a particular task or too much of the emotional load in your relationship. Maybe you resent the way your spouse or your kids are undermining your attempts to live your faith. Uh, Maybe you resent the one, uh, actually maybe you resent being the one who always has to maintain a relationship with somebody that you care about. I'm always the one to call them. I'm always the one to come up with the ideas. I'm always the one who, you know, we hear that all the time. Maybe you resent how you've been treated in the past. Or maybe somebody resents you, and you're not sure how to respond charitably. Let us help you find grace-filled ways to respond and heal. 877-573-7825. That's
4: 877-573-7825. Well, and one of the other things I'm really thinking about is as we begin to enter into praying here is how many people are still dealing with resentments With friends and especially with family that have come over the last few years where there's been such arguments over political things and health things, and people are still carrying that wound in their family life, and they really don't feel comfortable getting together or seeing each other because they know that that resentment is still there. There are ways to heal all of this. So let's stop walking with that burden in our lives and allow the holy spirit to come in and really begin to change this for you 877-573-7825 that's 877-573-7825 let's
1: take our concerns to the lord and we'll start taking your questions in the name of the father
4: and the 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 son and the holy Holy Spirit.
1: spirit amen lord jesus christ We come to you and and bring to you all those situations that cause us to feel resentful. Those times when we feel like we're not getting the support that we need. That people aren't showing up for for us the way that they should. Those times when we feel resentful for the things that we're going through. The times we feel even resentful toward you, Lord. Help us to respond to that resentment, not by feeding it, not by letting it fester not by holding on to it and letting it cause us to pout or withdraw from the people in our lives but help us to see it as that warning bell on our little spiritual and emotional dashboard that says that we need help that we're looking for support let it inspire us to bring that resentment to you so you can teach us how to ask for our needs in ways that are effective and honest and authentic, in ways that help us clarify the other person's intentions, that enable us to ask for the help that we need, so that even in those situations, we can respond in ways that build your kingdom and make our relationships stronger in your grace. We ask all this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And in the, in the name of the, of the Father,
4: Father this the Son, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit.
1: Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great.
4: Pray for us. Perhaps when you hear the word resentment, you're thinking, I'm not resentful. But you feel a deep sadness about a past experience. You feel a little angry or just, ah, I don't want to have to deal with them. Those can all be the voice of the Holy Spirit telling you that, You need healing from that little bit of resentment that you're holding on to. So give us a call today on More to Life at 877-573-7825. We have a message here from Sandra who's listening to EWTN Radio in Ohio. And she said, I always thought I had a good relationship with my mom. She was always loving, supportive, and there for me. I'm now married and have two children, and I work part-time. She was a stay-at-home mom, and now she's constantly sharing her concerns, Sandra put here in quotes, about how we're living. That the children need me there all the time. That I need more rest. That the laundry needs to be done and put away every day, etc. Her concerns are getting more and more and more critical. We're a busy family with two kids under 4 and I can't get and it can get chaotic at times, but generally I think I'm doing a good job. Her comments are starting to make me feel anxious and resentful and I don't know how to get her to back off. How can I control my reactions and thoughts when she does this, and that 's Sandra in Ohio
1: Well, Sandra, thank you so much for the question you know and it 's always hard um, when we get critical feedback from people, especially someone we love like our parent um, and I think in this case you you know you want to understand that um, you know, the, the, you know she 's expressing Concerns, quote unquote, like you said, that that um, that you're doing things differently than she did. You know, uh, she made the choices that she made because she felt like the, You know, those those things were beneficial to you uh, and, and to the family, and she's you know doesn't know how your story is going to turn out. Right and and so she's expressing those concerns. But I agree with you that you know once a person has expressed a concern and you've responded to it, you don't keep bringing it back up again because it, then it just seems critical. So I think that what you need to say to her is exactly that. You know, mom, I, I appreciate that I'm I've made some different choices than you have, um, you know, for for the various reasons that we have, and you know those reasons, mom. Um, I don't know if you realize this, but when you express those concerns. They really come off as criticisms, and they they make me feel like you think I'm a failure, like you think I'm doing the wrong thing, like like you th- you don't approve of me or my family, and that really hurts. You know, I you know I'm I'm happy you know to 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 talk to you about all this stuff, but I really need your support and I need your prayer and sometimes I need your help, um, but I really don't need. The criticism, because you know, it, it, it hurts, and it really, like I said, it undermines my confidence. So, so if you would please stop that. <laughs> because, again, I don't think she necessarily knows how she's coming across. She's worried, like any parent worries, uh, about how your story's going to turn out because you made choices that are different from the, her choices. And you know, she knows how the story goes if you make her choices. She doesn't know how the story goes if she if you make your choices but presumably if you and your husband are praying about these choices and you're doing what god is leading you to do then that's really that's the most important thing. So I just want you to start by saying to mom, hey, look, I really appreciate that you're sharing the concerns. I appreciate that you worry about me. I appreciate that you care about me. But when you express those concerns as often and the way you do, it makes me feel, and then all those things I just said, so that she understands. And then if it, when, it, when it happens again, because it will happen again, you know, just say, hey, mom, I really appreciate that you, you worry about me and that you're concerned for me. But when you put it that way, it really does make me feel like you don't approve of me or you don't approve of what I'm doing.
4: And, and also, you know, if, if this is something that would work depending on where your mother lives and how close and available she is to you, if she's saying, well, the children need more attention or this or that or the other, I think it's fine if you're comfortable saying, well, Mom, it would be great if on you know, two days a week, you could step in and take care of some of these things for me. I'd get a lot more rest if you came over and did all the laundry. I'd get some more rest and, get, and the kids would get more attention if you came over and played with them and baked cookies with them one afternoon a week. If you're comfortable having her there, she may be saying to you, Hey! I'd like to help take care of you more. You're still my daughter. I love you. But if she's saying, no, I want you to change all all of the decisions you've made and raise your children exactly the way I raised you, then you put those firmer boundaries around. So if you can see it as her concerns, as you put in quotes, may really be her trying to take care of you, Go for trying to work something out with her. If it's just kind of like it's her way or the highway, that's when you just say, Hey, Mom, you're being hurtful, and I'd like you not
1: to bring it up. again." right. Uh, Sandra, thank you so
4: much. Uh, yes, it's from Sandra uh, in Ohio.
1: Okay, Sandra in Ohio. Thank you so much for the question. If there's more we can do to support you after you've tried those things, don't, don't hesitate to give us another call here on More to Life. Right now we're taking your calls on More to Life on our show titled Resent, excuse me, Resisting Resentment. Are you feeling resentful towards someone in your life or about something that you're going through? We'll help you find the graceful support and healing you need. 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls about...
0: Overcoming Resentment when we return after the break. CMF Curo is a Catholic health care ministry providing families nationwide with a better solution centered around whole health, spirit, mind, and body. Our members share their medical burdens within a faith-filled community. At CMF Curo, our members have access to a spiritual director, concierge services, and other health and spiritual resources. Find out if CMF Curo is a better solution for your family. Visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com. dot com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. com. It's time for Family Man with Dr. Gregory Popcha. What
1: rituals does your family have? Family rituals aren't just nice things families do once in a while. They have to be regularly scheduled activities that everyone's expected to show up for. Family meals, family prayer time, game nights, movie nights, family days, family chore times are all examples of family rituals if they happen at regular, consistent times and everyone is expected to participate. Strong family rituals help a family become a real team. Research also shows that strong family rituals are the most important ways families communicate their faith and values to their kids. Family rituals teach us what's important to make time for. And that's why the rite of family rituals is one of the most important practices in the liturgy of domestic church life. To discover more ways your family can celebrate the liturgy of domestic church life, check out the newest editions of Parenting with Grace and visit CatholicCounselors.com. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, but you can call me Family Man. To discover more ways faith can enrich your life, visit CatholicCounselors.com.
0: I'm Jack Crisula. Please join us on Wednesday, january seventeenth at 630 PM at St. John's Resort in Plymouth for the Rosary, followed by a speech by Father Leo
1: Pedlinghug entitled Prophetic Compassion: How Christ Hears the Hungers of the Heart. Father is an award-winning chef, radio, and EWTN TV host. No registration is required. For more information, please email Jack. K-R-A-S-U-L-A at Trustinus.com.
4: Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchak today on More to Life resisting resentment. Are you feeling resentful towards someone in your life or about something that you're going through? We want to help you find the graceful healing that you're looking for and find ways to get the support you're hoping for. Give us a call at eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. Again that number eight seven seven.
4: Right now, we're talking with Sandra, who's listening to EWTN Radio in
1: Georgia on the Quest. Hi, Sandra. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you?
3: Hi there. Um, So, I married a man who is, um, he's divorced. His wife is bipolar, and she has narcissistic uh, personality disorder. And she also has two children. I'm
1: sorry. That's been diagnosed, or that's just how you guys feel about her? No,
3: it's been diagnosed. She uh,
1: okay. Thanks. She mm-hmm.
3: has spent many, many years. As a matter of fact, she is now on total disability for those things.
5: Okay. And
3: Thank um, you. so, sorry about that. So um, she she has. Being narcissistic, she has a tendency to manipulate. I've tried to be friends with her in the very beginning, uh, and, I, you know, the boys need that, the two boys that they have together. Um, but she has – we've been married for 12 years, com- coming up on 13, and she has been consistently um, dominating and taking uh, – creating – and sharing them with my husband's family to the point that a lot of them believe and resent me and and also feel that we're not helping to raise the kids, which we do because we're paying their insurance. We're taking them every other weekend. We'd take them every weekend if we could. So the problem is I, 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 I am just so... I'm at my wit's end because I've tried explaining to people that, you know, you realize this is what she has. Um, And I I can't, I mean, I've just decided that those people who refuse to see how we live and how we we act every day to just kind of cut them out of our lives. And I don't know that that's the right thing to do. These are family members. Mm -hmm. And so do you have any advice? (laughs) Sure. and right. let
4: me let me just ask you this. You've tried explaining how his ex wife is to people. Where's your husband in this if this is, his, this is family. his family? Right? Yeah, if this is his family questioning all of this, where is he saying, Hey, wait a minute, this has nothing to do with Sandra. This is diagnosable stuff, she's difficult to deal with but easy to believe because of the diagnosis. Please don't believe her. Has he done that?
3: no he he only did it recently in the last year or two um and and it was because the family dynamic is very interesting um they're they're very competitive with each other they're very it's a very wealthy family from florida they're very um they're just they're great people and i really love them all but you know i i'm trying to work with these boys they have problems now too because number one their parents
1: no but but, but, but let's let's stick with let's stick with the husband for a second like because because again this is his family why wouldn't he set boundaries with them and say hey back off
3: he just wouldn't um he he has his own set of problems and those have been dealt with beautifully over the last 12 years I'm, I'm very proud of him but he just refused in the beginning to to take up he he wanted to be liked by everyone i think that was the major part of it and he okay. doesn't want to be considered you know um well he just he just wants everyone to like him so he he doesn't yeah
1: want well and, that, and that, honestly i mean that that's part of what set him up to to marry The person with the borderline disorder, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because when you do that, you can't set boundaries with people, and you tend to attract that that sort of a personality. So I'm glad to hear that that uh, you know that that he's done some work on that. So um, basically, um, I guess the two thoughts that I have here: number one, there's not a lot you can do except cut cut them out of your life, or or at least say you know at least limit the relationship to places where this isn't an issue. And if they bring it up, then you say, look, we've discussed this. There's a whole lot more here than you appreciate, and if you can't be supportive, then I can't. I, I just can't have you around so you know it's up to you if you'd like to be part of our lives i'd love to have you part of our lives i love you but if you can't be supportive and you can't understand what's really going on here then i am going to have to cut back on the relationship in some way and then you you know prune the relationship back to the areas where you can be around them where this doesn't become an issue um i i, I would say to you that that you might want to look at, at challenging your husband a little bit more to do a little bit more work um because um this is you know you're you, know, you certainly have the right Right to set those boundaries, but but he really, uh, you deserve to have that partner, right? You deserve to have that support from him, uh, that, that he has your back, and, and I don't feel like you really do, um, and and that becomes more of a marriage issue than a family issue, um, because if the two of you could stand together and he wasn't just kind of being so milk toast about this, I think that his family would be more likely to come around uh, than, than they are. So that might be something that you want to pursue with him and seek some professional marriage support for. If you'd like to learn more about that, you can come over to CatholicCounselors.com. Thanks so much for the call, Sandra. We'll be back with your calls in just a minute.
2: What is the life of our heart? The Catholic Catechism answers prayer is the life of the new heart. It ought to be the source of our animation at every moment. But we tend to forget the one who is our all. The fathers of the spiritual life in the Deuteronomic and prophetic traditions say that prayer is a remembrance of God often awakened by the memory of the heart. We are to remember God more often, says the Catechism, than we draw breath. We cannot, however, pray at all times if we have not learned to pray at specific times. The tradition of the church proposes morning and evening prayer, grace before and after meals, the liturgy of the hours, Sundays centered on the Eucharist, the cycle of the liturgical year with its great feasts as the basic rhythms of the Christian's life of prayer. There are three major expressions of prayer vocal, meditative, and contemplative. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism.
0: Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com.
4: I'm Lisa Popchek. Do you feel held back by your inner critic, that little voice whispering, I can't, or I'm not good enough? The spiritual master and doctor of the church, St. Ignatius of Loyola, realized that these disheartening thoughts, which he called desolations, are not from God, especially when they tempt us from becoming who God wants us to be. Consolations, on the other hand, come from the Holy Spirit. These positive thoughts encourage us to trust in God's plan for us. If we want to follow God's plan, we need to quell that inner critic and listen instead to the consoling voice of the Holy Spirit. Here's a practice that can help. First, every day, write down your successes. Did you make someone smile? Did you exercise despite feeling low? Write it down. Next, write down the strengths or virtues behind those successes. The kindness that brought out that smile, for instance, or the persistence that helped you exercise. Finally, turn your virtues into daily I am statements. I am kind or I am persistent. Doing so will remind you that your identity flows from the gifts of God's grace, not that inner critic. For one-on-one support on your spiritual journey, visit catholiccounselors.com.
1: Welcome back, folks. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak.
4: I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: And today on More to Life, resisting resentment. Is resentment stealing your joy or causing tension between you and someone in your life? Maybe you resent carrying too much of either the physical or emotional load in your work or family life. Maybe you resent the way your spouse or kids are undermining your attempt to live your faith. Maybe you resent being the one who always has to maintain the relationship with someone you care about. Or... Maybe you resent how you've been treated by somebody in the past. Of course, sometimes we're the person that other people resent, and it's hard to get past that, too. Let's talk about how to find grace-filled ways to... Grace-filled whales. Grace-filled ways to... <laughs> to heal from resentment let, let's, let's let somebody else talk for a minute Lisa, let's who's on? do that let's let Iris <laughs> who's listening to EWTN radio in
5: Indiana talk with us right now
4: hi Iris thanks for calling what can we do for you uh, hi
5: that was funny um, well,
1: you love those grace filled uh, whales right
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: sorry go on please
5: okay sorry um Well, I have resentment towards my family because they're trying to control me the whole time. I'm actually the oldest, and right now I don't have nothing. I actually try to, you know, do things, and they say that um, I need to change, but I don't. I like how Iris
1: I mean, let me ask you what what is what, iris when you say when you say um they're trying to control you, can you give me an example of of what that control looks like to you? what are they doing specifically
5: um, let's see well, I don't know that much, but I know that um uh you can do this or you can you know talk to people I mean, I can't help it. That, you know, people talk to me, you know. And they're trying to hold me back and, um, like, I can't control that because, you know, um, they... Do
4: they think these are people that could cause you harm? Um,
5: no, they don't. I mean... Some, what well, are some people that are very strangers, but somehow they, you know, they talk to me, you know, and I'm uh, like,
1: okay, Iris, do you live? Do you live independently? Do you live with your family? What's, yeah, you know, what's your, what's your situation?
5: Uh, independently, actually.
1: Uh huh. And what? And yeah. how often do you see your family? What kind of relationships uh, do you have?
5: Well, I see my brother um uh, we go and play bingo. that's about it, but sometimes they're trying to um not talk to their friends um I'm like that's why i we we're living you know separate I live on my house i live on
1: their house okay well iris i i have to admit that i'm a little confused about the specifics of the situation because you're not really giving me the information that i'm 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 asking for but but i can speak generally to this idea of of being controlled you know um everybody has opinions about how we should live i mean (laughs) it's it's sort of everybody's favorite pastime to have opinions about how other people should do what they do um Having having an opinion about your life isn't control. It's 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 going to be annoying, you know. Control is where somebody says, you know, um, you know, they, they have real power over you. So, you know, I'm not going to give you money to go and buy this thing. Uh, you know, if, if you're, you're if you're my wife, for instance, you know, I, I'm 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 not going to let you go and do this thing that's important to you. Like there's a practice. Control always involves some diff, practical then. pressure. if you
4: do this, then I'll do this then I'll negative punish you thing in some to way. you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know. As a, so if they're doing that, obviously that's that's grossly inappropriate, and you have every right to set boundaries there. Um, and it's also true when other people inappropriately share opinions with you, like we were talking about with our first caller, Sandra from Ohio, um, you know, who was complaining about the opinions that her mom was sharing about her her parenting and her family life. Um, but that said, that's not necessarily control. You know, we feel we can feel control because we don't want to displease those people.
4: And it's particularly difficult to remember that it's not control. When it is coming from our family of origin, because for many years, you know, they did control everything. If they didn't change our diapers or feed us, we would die. So we, we have that inner sense of, even though I'm a grown person now and I live independently, when they tell me something, it still feels programs into us as control but as it builds, we can begin to redefine that for ourselves and that will lift some of that resentment
1: the the real issue um if it's more the latter problem where people are sharing opinions about your life and you feel controlled by that that's less a that's less their problem than it is a concern that you should be focusing on because the the more the stronger we are in our own identities, the, strong, the more confident we are in the choices that we're making, uh, the more we're able to sort of brush off those other opinions. You know, somebody can say, hey, you know, why are you doing what you're doing or why did you make that choice? or why? And we can say, well, thanks for your opinion, but I, I know what I'm doing.
4: Well, I mean, just let's that's just, that's come up with a ridiculous example of this. If you have been a, a good and safe driver for you know, ten years, and suddenly a passenger in your car, even if it's your parent, says, "I want you to drive right up that tree. The car'll do fine. drive straight up that you know sixty foot tree. You'd go, "Oh, uh, no, okay, that's fine. I'm going just keep going down the highway because you know it's not the right thing for you." to do anybody,
5: and but. You can, well, anybody, but it's so obviously
4: not the right thing for you to do and if you know you have a sense of your own rightness in your own identity in the choices that you're making which is what you want to be working on having a real sense of I can do this I'm making my right choices the opinions that other people inflict on us can be brushed aside in the same way that you'd say, no, I love you, but I'm not driving up the tree, because it won't affect you, because you have a strong sense of yourself and your own self-worth.
1: So, Iris, I would suggest that the most important thing here is working on your own identity strength uh, and getting some professional help to assist you in doing that. And if you'd like some faithful ways to to build a stronger identity uh, in Christ and and knowing kind of who you are as a woman of God, I'd encourage you to reach out to our team at catholiccounselors.com. dot com, um, but either way, you know this—the situations you're describing—you know—might involve some boundary setting with with extended family. But but it sounds to me like the real issue here is that you're lacking that confidence uh, and that strength in your own decisions, in the sense of who you are. So I think if, I'd you, like you, if focus you build on
4: that. up that, if you build up that confidence and identity strength, you won't even necessarily have to set any kind of emotional boundaries with them that they have to know about. They'll just start being built into your brain and you can have a relationship with them without taking their opinions or their statements or their concerns to heart as much.
1: All right. We are taking your calls at 877-573-7825. The show is held Resisting Resentment. Are you feeling resentful towards somebody in your life or about something that you're going through? Let us help you find the graceful support and healing you need. Again, at number 877 877- five seven three seven eight two five as we head out to our break it's time for our scripture of the day which comes to us from Hebrews chapter 12 verse 15
4: see to it that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble that by it many may be defiled
1: and you know the issue here I um, when when st. Paul is talking about the root of bitterness you know that's resentment right um, if we do what we're talking about today on the show when we feel resentful you know if we if we bring that feeling of resentment to god and say okay you know this is that little warning light on my on my human dashboard that lets me know that i'm concerned that maybe this relationship isn't isn't being as mutually self-donative to use st john paul's language as it should be that that maybe I'm not getting the support that I need or the help that I deserve I'm not getting the partnership that I need Uh, then the answer to that of course is so how can I state my need more clearly or more effectively how can I go out and ask for help what do I need to do about it and that prevents that root of bitterness from springing up and causing trouble as St. Paul puts it if we feed that resentment if we allow it to cause us to pout and withdraw or push people away then We become defiled, and we defile our relationships with that bitterness. So, you know, having that feeling of resentment isn't the problem. It's how we respond to it. And that's what St. Paul's really talking about here. So let us help you respond to to the resentment you feel in grace-filled and proactive ways. 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls coming up right after the break.
0: When I heard other business owners say they finally found someone in the credit card industry they can trust, I wondered how he could help me. So when Mark from Schistler CPC offered to show me where all the money goes for credit card processing with a free analysis of my business, I jumped on it. He reviewed how the industry works, where we could save, and offered a no-contract guarantee on savings and excellent customer service. I'm saving thousands of dollars a year. Schistler CPC. Trust in them. More information available on the Ave Maria website under Sponsor Business Directory.
6: Fire on the Earth, Peter Herbeck. Jesus said, you're the light of the world. And one of the things that he meant by that was the Christian people understand the larger story that's unfolding in history. So as St. Paul said, as the saints echoed very clearly, we're now living through just a, a short moment, a slight momentary affliction, he calls it, in this life, which is going to make way and lead us to an eternal glory beyond all compare. The secret to the fruitfulness and the strength of the apostles was that they lived with a clear vision of the future, an eternal perspective, fixed on the destiny of where their life was headed. And they lived with the realization that, wow, yeah, life is very short here. Everything is temporary. Nothing here in this world is ultimately going to last except the ultimate destinies, the eternal destinies of every human being that exists on the earth. And they knew that whether good things were coming their way or bad things from the world's perspective were coming away, nothing could steal from them, nothing could take away the gold that was in their heart, the treasure that they bore. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit.
0: Peter Herbeck spreads fire on the earth weekday mornings at 630 and again at 1145 on 990 Ave Maria Radio.
4: Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body?
1: Well, and follow us on Facebook at More2Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there.
4: Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Resisting Resentment. As we talk about those times when we do feel resentful towards somebody or about something we're going through, we want to help you find the grace you need to heal and get the support that you're looking for. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Let's
4: talk now with Drew, who's listening to EWTN Radio on Covenant. Network,
1: hi drew. Welcome to more to life. What's going on?
7: Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, mm-hmm. so my wife and I are and have been struggling with some resentments towards one another, and I th- one of the issues is um so I'm the one that goes to work and you know provides for our family. She's the one she's stay at home mom with our three kids and mm-hmm. I think we're just really struggling with, you know, our roles, I guess, as parents and as, you know, husband and wife, and... um,
1: Can you give me an example of a concrete situation that's maybe causing some resentment?
7: Um, well, like... So my wife does a lot of the the day to day, you know, caretaking, and mm-hmm. I think that sh- she maybe feels that I don't do enough, or that I don't, um, you know, uh, do do enough in that in that role of like caretaker, or mm-hmm. I, I don't provide enough. Uh, Thought or, or care or concern for, for her or the kids. Um, and so, and maybe some of that is true, but I think it's, you know, I, but I think it's also a source of, of resentment for her towards me.
1: Sure. So, what's the problem? What, where, 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 you know, like, I mean, the obvious answer is well, okay, so you know identify what the problem is and the two of you come up with a plan and step up but but what what stops you from doing that and feeling and causes you to feel resentful
7: well yeah i mean i guess i guess i just we just don't know (laughs) i guess we maybe we just don't have a, a good plan uh that we don't um well probably part of it is because we don't communicate well enough or or enough spend enough time doing that but but i'm just But I'm just wondering, I guess from like a spiritual perspective, like where do we go with this resentment? I mean, besides, you know. Well,
1: well, I think where you go with it is exactly what you just said. Yeah, You, you
4: you start communicating more and you make a plan. Because here's the thing, we all as couples get so stuck in, do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? Do I hear what I'm saying? That we never move on to, I told you what I need and I know what you need. And now what are we going to do? Let's make a plan together to get all our needs met.
1: And well, and the other problem is very often when we when we state our needs to each other, we don't actually state our needs. We criticize.
2: That's it, it's, not,
1: it's not, hey, I'm really feeling kind of worn out and I could use some more help with X. It's you're a jerk because you didn't just step up and do Y. Right? You, you, know, you haven't read and, my
4: mind. You're not involved enough in this. Whatever that is, it comes off as a, as a criticism and, instead of a problem-solving opener.
1: And we wait until we're burned out to bring it up. Up and then the other person reacts defensively because they feel attacked, rightfully so. And then we feel like they don't care, uh, and so then that we so we withdraw, uh, and it becomes this this cycle. You know, so so the you know the 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 issue there is is that it's it's really about not just dealing with the problem in the moment. The issue is actually being able to say, okay, look, this is something that's worth making some time to talk about outside of this situation outside of the time where i'm being attacked let's 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 make you're feeling overwhelmed great let's let's get out our phones look at the schedule and say when can we have some time to really talk through this and figure out how to respond to this together
4: and honestly drew that is something that you guys need to be doing at least once a week whether it's a friday night whether it's Saturday morning when you get up, don't wait till Sunday night. Everybody's too stressed out with the Sunday scaries to do it. You together say, all right, when are we going to get together this week to just talk? You don't have to go out. It doesn't have to be a date. In fact, it shouldn't be. It should just be a time when you're not both burned out, like the end of the day when she's been dealing with kids all day and you've been working and you're exhausted and both of you are fried. Nobody can communicate then.
1: You, you, um... You asked the question, you know, how, how do you uh, respond to this spiritually? And I want to get to that in a second, uh, because I think there's a common misunderstanding that, that, that goes with that question. But but building on what Lisa was saying, you want to create a, a daily ritual, all right? A daily talk ritual. And this is something we talk about uh, over at Catholic Home, where, where we were the importance of kind of having structures in place where you're able to work and play and talk and pray together as a couple and as a family every day. Every day. The, so, this, so the talk ritual would be either first thing in the morning or the night the evening the night before as you're you know before you're turning in to sit down and say you know hey what do we need to do to take care of each other tomorrow you know what do you need from me uh what, how can i make your day a little easier or more pleasant and you each ask that question. You know, you, you take a few minutes in prayer together, and you ask God, to, you know, you might, you might, you're going you're to say, you know, Lord, help me be the husband that my wife needs me to be, and the father that my kids need me to be, the man you want me to be. Help me to look for ways to, to take care of my wife and help her feel loved and cherished and cared for. And, and, you know, you raise whatever intentions. And then she says the same thing, you know, Lord, help me be the, the wife that Drew needs me to be, and, and so on and so forth. Uh, and then after that, you know, maybe five-minute prayer, you say, okay, so what what are some things that, that I can do to help you have an easier uh, a more pleasant day you know what, what can I do to, to, to help serve you and and you know you both talk to each other about that every day and you're creating that space where you you don't have to wait till you're you know, burning out, and then lash out and criticize the other. You're you're anticipating, hey, well, we've got some stuff that we're, that's going to be burning us out, and I could really use some help with X, Y, or Z, and you're making a plan. Now, you you started by saying, you know, how do we deal spiritually with the resentment? And and you didn't, I, I don't, I, I might be Ryan reading a little bit here, but but often. People deal with their negative feelings by thinking, if I could just pray harder about it, then the negative feeling would go away. That's not how, that's not, that's not how this works, right? Be, again, because our, of our bodies, you know, God speaks to us through our feelings. So if we're feeling resentful... You know, the healthy thing to do about that is to respond in virtue, you know, to, to respond um, by reaching out to the other person, to say, how can I be charitable in the way I present my concern? How can I be generous in the way I respond to those requests? How can I be... Um, you know, more uh, how more kind or thoughtful or whatever and 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 that's how we're, that's the spiritual response right everything we're saying here even though it's uh, they're practical suggestions that that's challenging you to grow spiritually as a couple too because you're growing in all the virtues that help you be a more godly husband or her be a more godly wife and you be a more godly couple
4: and to really exercise all those spiritual and corporal works of mercy with each other which we rarely think about doing you, Family, you
1: can't like. just pray away feelings right you you you, you you bring those feelings to God and say, teach me how to respond to this situation in a way that will glorify you, help me be my best self, and help me work for the good of the people involved.
4: And then everything we do ends up being a spiritual exercise in our marriage, in our family life, and allows us to actually be the domestic church that we are called to be. So, a couple things here. One, anything you need to share with each other, make a pact that you're no longer going to re- re- Represent it as a criticism, but just as a need. Hey, honey, I really need you to help carry some of the emotional load here so I don't have to spell it all out for you. Hey, honey, I really need this because you're home and I've got stuff going on at work and I'm burnt out on this. Can you help me out here? You're telling each other a little bit every day. You're taking time to pray together in your own words every day. You set the clock for 10 minutes earlier than you normally would. You roll over. You ask the Lord to help you be the best spouse as you can be to bless your day, to bless your children. You're starting that moment in prayer and saying Okay, this is what you said you needed from me. Or do you think of anything else you're going to need from me today? And you work for each other's good in that. You set a time on your calendars to talk once a week at least and make a plan and have deeper discussions about this when you're not both fried. All right, so you're doing all of these things. And this is something that we talk about and guide people through Daily at Catholic HOM. It stands for Households on Mission. And it's couples and families just like yours who are there at Catholic Home. They're learning the steps it takes to have a more smooth, happy healthy holy family life every single day they're easy they're completely you know something that you can twist for your own family in your own way it's not like you have to do this that or the other and there is tons of support from all of our catholic pastoral counselors and the other families that are there we're all helping each other to live this happier, healthier, holier Catholic life together.
1: So, check it out. Uh, come on, d- download the Catholic HOM app uh, or go to CatholicHOM.com um, and uh, be part of the Catholic Home community um, so you can get the ongoing support that you need. But, you know, in terms of this call, you know, the more you're able to you know, not just complain at each other, but really carve out time to talk about what you need and make a plan together, the more you're growing spiritually and relationally by learning how to have more of that mutually self-donative relationship that the church calls us to have as, as Catholic married couples.
4: One baby step, one conversation, one prayer at a time with that problem solving mentality rather than just let's throw all of our concerns, resentments, and exhaustions at each other and hope the other one just fixes it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't get us anywhere.
1: True, thanks for the call. Again, if you'd like more support, you can join the community at CatholicHOM dot or download the Catholic HOM app or reach out to us at catholic counselors.com for more personalized guidance uh, through the Catholic Counseling Practice. But either way, we're here for you. And, you know, as we head out in this last minute, I just, you know, want to say again, resentment isn't something that we can just get past by saying, oh, forget about it, or making ourselves feel guilty about it, or just sitting on it and letting it fester. Resentment is that warning that God built into us on the human dashboard that says, hey, there's something about this relationship that's making me think that I'm being used, or I'm not being treated with the the, the godly dignity I deserve to be treated with. Now, that may or may not be true. But what it means is, you know, when a warning light comes on, you check the warning light. You don't just let it flash, right? So you bring that warning light to God and you say, "All right, Lord, I'm feeling a little resentful about this. What do you want me to do about it? Show me how to respond to this in a way that will help me get my needs met, that will glorify you, that will help me work for the good of this relationship. And then you can do those proactive, positive things to respond to the resentment. You ask for help, you, you you clarify what the person's in intention is. You state your needs clearly. And and that's what enables us to use that resentment in a healthy way to grow closer and build God's kingdom instead of letting it fester and causing us, as St. Paul says in Hebrews, to be defiled and our relationships defiled by that by that root of bitterness. That's all the time we've got for today's program. If you'd like more support in overcoming resi- uh, resentment, check out our pastoral telecounseling practice at catholiccounselors.com. And thank you so much for tuning in. Have a You've blessed
2: been day. listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg